Welcome to another episode of the NBA 2010s. Today we're going to be diving into some NBA superlatives. We're going to be talking about the top players based on a multitude of different categories. We're going to look at the best scorer, the best shooter, the best rebounder, the best passer, the best defender, the most versatile player, the most clutch player, who I want taking the last shot, and the best coach. And then we're going to look at the best at each position in the NBA from point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center. Remember, this is strictly the 2010s era. We're starting the 2010, ended in 2019. So the best score of the 2010s decade to me is definitely Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant is the greatest scorer I've ever witnessed. The dude had four scoring titles within the 2010s decade. This is a seven-footer with guard-like skills. He could score from multitude of levels, lethal from behind the arc in the mid-range game and at the basket. He's second in total points scored across the decade and only behind LeBron James in that aspect. But his versatility, his ability to get a bucket basically from anywhere on the floor, the way he elevates his game in big time moments at times, I got to give the nod to Kevin Durant for sure. Although there are some other great scores across this decade, Durant did it basically every single year of the decade. He has the longevity, he has the skill set, and he has the production. So KD all across the board. Next up, the best shooter of the 2010s. And I'm going to give that to Stephen Curry. This dude has limitless range. He shot over 40% from three every year of the decade. He led the league in free throw percentage four times throughout the decade. He averaged 30 points a game in his unanimous MVP season on 50-45-90 splits. This is a guy that can shoot off the catch or he can shoot creating his own shot off the dribble. He completely revolutionized the game of basketball with his perimeter shooting and the impact that he has on a team's offense because of that long-distance shot. Now in this decade and later in the 2010s decade, everyone was shooting threes because of Stephen Curry. A big man has to shoot threes. If you can't space the floor and hit an outside perimeter shot, you are a liability in a lot of aspects to your team, and a large part because of Stephen Curry. So he's on a completely different level from everybody else. He is the best shooter in this decade, hands down. Next up, we're going to look at the best rebounder. And the best rebounder of the decade is Dwight Howard, in my opinion. This was a little bit of a close one. The first two were locks. Shooter and score, easy KD, easy Steph Curry, in my opinion. But the rebounding one was a little bit difficult, considering Andre Drummond put up some really ridiculous rebounding numbers throughout the decade. But I chose to go with Dwight Howard. And this is a guy that's super tall, you know, not the tallest center. There's definitely centers in the NBA that were taller than him, but he was athletic, extremely athletic, extremely strong, physical, and he was very active on both the offensive and the defensive glass. This man had nine seasons with double-digit rebounds. He won the rebounding title, most rebounds in a season, three times in terms of rebounds per game, and he was second in most total rebounds throughout the decade despite playing over 100 less games than first place. As you guys know, Dwight Howard, in the later stages of the 2010s decade, he started to fall off. He started to become more of a role player, complimentary player, and not the star player that he was to start the decade, the superstar, the best center in the league that he was to start the decade. So the fact that longevity over the decade, he still finishes second in total rebounds with a disparity between him and first place in terms of the amount of games played, that's why I had to give it to Dwight Howard and – he, he fills multiple boxes in terms of the longevity, in terms of his 
production and in terms of his technique and his skill level in terms of rebounding the basketball. So Dwight Howard gets the nod for me, best rebounder. Best passer. This one was also very tough. I look at a guy like LeBron James at his size, his ability to facilitate. He was definitely in the conversation. Some other guys were in the conversation too, but the guy I chose to go with was Chris Paul. And Chris Paul, phenomenal court vision. They call him the point God for a reason, man. The way he reads a defense and the decisions that he can make, the passes he can make. He can make virtually any pass that you can ask of any player to make. He excelled particularly as a lob passer in the Lob City era of the Los Angeles Clippers. We was throwing up lobs to Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. That was some of the best basketball to witness across that decade. And he did it with a low turnover rate as well. You know, he was lethal as a pick-and-roll ball handler, and he didn't turn the ball over much, if at all, in a lot of games. And that's continued into the 2020s decade, but we're even just looking at the 2010s, and he did it in the 2000s too. Like, Chris Paul's longevity is crazy. But throughout the 2010s decade, he had phenomenal longevity. He won the assist title two times. He had six seasons with double-digit assists remarkable stuff and second in total assist across the decade so cp3 was definitely dropping those dimes out his volume and his efficiency so to speak gives him the edge for me over a guy like lebron james so i'm gonna give that nod to chris paul next up best defender of the decade i'm gonna give this title to dwight howard there's some other guys you could throw in the mix but dwight howard great rim protector a very mobile big who could switch on small perimeter players when needed. This guy won three-time first-team all-defense. He was a two-time defensive player of the year. He was a one-time blocks leader, and he averaged about three blocks a game in that year where he led the league in blocks. And he was third in blocks total across the decade. So both the statistics, both the all-defensive team honors, and winning the defensive player of the year, he filled a multitude of boxes when it comes to overall defense and just his skill set and his ability, his impact on that end as an anchor, as an enforcer, as a guy that can switch out on the perimeter players. Dwight covers it in multiple facets, and that's why he's the best defender of the 2010s, in my opinion. Next up, we're going to talk about the most versatile player, and this award goes to LeBron James. LeBron James, one of the top scorers, rebounders, passers, and defenders across the decade. He has the most total points across the decade. He was top five in assists across the decade, the only non-point guard in the top five in the assist category. He was also top 10 in rebounds across the decade. So top 10 in multiple aspects of the game, multiple key aspects of the game. And he also had the most all-defensive team selections across the decade, showing you that he could get there and play some defense as well. The longevity was stellar, but even if you put longevity aside, his production, his impact, his talent on both ends of the court. He, we were able to see him do that at a very, very high level. And nobody really matched the versatility that LeBron possessed over the course of this decade. So he gets that award. Next up, most clutch player across the decade. And this is a little bit more subjective. But to me, I'm looking at who shows up biggest in the biggest moments and not just who's going to make the last shot. We'll get to that. That's a different category to me, but overall clutch factor in a big game, in a big moment, in a big series, which player would I want to have? And that's LeBron James to me. LeBron has shown up best in the big games and the big moments. He will make the right play in crunch time. 
He's a threat to hit the game-winning shot or make the game-winning assist. He is unselfish in that aspect, sometimes to a fault, but I think more often than not, he makes the right decision. He is undefeated in Game 7s across the decade, 6-0, and averaging 34 points per game in those Game 7s. That's win-or-go-home type of atmosphere, type of pressure right there. And LeBron James has come in and shown out he's never lost in that scenario across the 2010s decade. And 34 points per game in those Game 7s is ridiculous. Like, come on. That, nobody's putting up 34 a game like that ridiculous stuff and he also has the most finals mvps across the decade showing you that when he got to the finals which he got there a lot he also was able to win some championships and he was able to be the top performer on those championship level teams and the award aside just look at the numbers he put up in the finals absolutely ridiculous the one blemish again the main blemish on his resume was the 2011 nba finals but outside of that straight up dominance on the biggest and brightest stage Next up, who do I want taking the last shot with the game on the line? And for this one, I know it may be considered cheating a little bit because he didn't have the greatest longevity, but he still was a big-time member of the 2010s decade. So I'm going to go with Kobe being Bryant. And Kobe hit numerous big shots and big moments. He's an elite shot creator. He's the best guard post player of the decade. His post game was ridiculous. And he's the best difficult shot maker. So with the game on the line, I want to give the guy that can create his own shot in thin air out of nothing. And I trust him to make it in those big moments. I'm going to go with Kobe Bryant. That's why I want the ball in his hands. You know, you could say Kevin Durant's not a bad choice. LeBron's not a bad choice. Steph Curry, even a guy like Kyrie Irving, shot he made in the 2016 finals. He had several other big time clutch shots throughout the decade. So that's not a bad choice, but I'm going to go with Kobe Bryant personally. Next up, the best coach. And to me, this was pretty clear cut as well. Greg Popovich, by far the most wins of any coach over the course of the decade. He won a championship in 2014. He helped Kawhi Leonard develop into a superstar caliber player. He maximized role players. He managed stars and egos. And he allowed his team to be fresh. Uh, when it comes to playoff basketball, he's actually the guy that invented load management, which has a lot of pushback and whatnot, stars resting games, but it allowed his team to be healthy and ready to go when the games mattered the most. He emphasized ball and player movement, which you could see his teams were super unselfish and cared more about the collective than the individual accolades and whatnot. And the team's always excelled on both ends of the floor. So you got to give it up to Greg Popovich. And yes, you can't coach on your own. You need to have a roster. You need to have a good team with stars on it. And yes, he definitely won with stars, just like every other coach who has won anything. But he was able to get the most out of his team, and he was able to manage all of those guys and get the job done. So much respect for Greg Popovich and what he did across the 2010s decade. We're going to conclude it now talking about the best player at each position in the NBA over the course of the 2010s. And the best point guard to me is definitely Wardell Stephen Curry. And we talked about how he changed the game and all the accolades that Steph Curry brings to the table in terms of an offensive weapon, what he could do with the ball in his hands, without the ball in his hands. He's the guy I would want running the show. At the two-guard spot, I'm going with James Harden. Relentless buckets we saw over the course of the 2010s decade. And although Kobe Bryant had several great years and 
probably peaked higher than James Harden. He did peak higher than James Harden over the course of the 2010s decade. James Harden's longevity and his sustained excellence over a much uh, wider period of time gives him the nod for me. And he could do it as a facilitator and as a scorer and just a very complete offensive weapon. So James Harden's at the two guard spot. LeBron James, we touched on all the accolades he got over the course of this decade. He's clearly the small forward for me. The power forward spot, I went with Anthony Davis, and he was really the only power forward on my top tens list. I could have cheated and put a guy like Kevin Durant at the power forward spot, but I wanted to go with the traditional power forward just for this exercise. So ADs at the power forward. And then the center is Dwight Howard, and he was, again, the, the main center on my list as well. So Shout out to Dwight Howard. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you missed the first episode, make sure to go check it out. Appreciate y'all. Another episode coming soon. I'm out. Peace.